We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Oh, hi. Como estas? Is that Spanish? It, it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. I didn't know if I it was Italian. I don't, I don't, I don't, how do you say it in Italian? Como estas? Say, say it really slow, like you're teaching someone. Come. Come. Stai. Come stai. S-T-A-I, yeah. It's, it sounds like you're saying, how's your sty? How's your sty? Come va in tuo sty? That's how you would say that. <laughs> how goes your sty? <laughs> Como quarantine? Come quarantine? <laughs> Come va il quarantino? Oh, it, is it really quarantino? Literally have no idea, but probably... <laughs> <laughs> On our next break, I will look up sty and quarantine in the <laughs> so we can spell oh. those out. Okay, great. Great. Hi, brother. Hi, welcome to, welcome to Hi Sister Twain. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Thanks for welcoming me. You know, I think people think that we have a lot of preparation. Oh god, are you making another snack while we're recording? Oh, I I'm making snacks at all times. Okay, I mean, that's, that's where, fair. That's where we're at. That is, but I just, I just don't know why they happen during recording. Remember last week you were having some pizza with some ranch? <laughs> I took that, that was last week. That feels like two months ago. That was, that was literally seven days ago. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Remember when Pete Buttigieg was running for president? Doesn't that feel like it was in 1943? Yeah, but it was this month, wasn't it? It was this month. He <laughs> dropped out sometime earlier this month. Anyway. Whew. Well, Whew. this is Hot Drinks. It's a podcast. Yeah. You all know what a podcast is. Yeah. You can't look um, at it. You can't look at it. Watch it. You, <laughs> that's, what the, that's, it. that's actually the definition of a podcast. You can't look at it. It's, it's in the kind of like, Webster's. It's like faith. <laughs> a podcast is like faith. It's like a belief in something that's true, but that you cannot see. Yes. And so, so how does that, so how, does the, faith. how does the faith without works is dead apply to a podcast? Oh, geez. That feels really complicated to yeah. try to figure out, extend the metaphor that far. Uh, mm-hmm. My name is brother Jack Coffee. You can call me Bishop Coffee. You can call me President Coffee. Um, you can call me Elder Coffee. Whichever of the titles of the church you think I've obtained, you're welcome to call me. <laughs> How do you say Elder in Italian? Anziano. Well, that doesn't even make any sense. Well, the funny thing about Elder in Italian is there is, because I think in other languages like English, there's a word that means Elder, but that also means like person of respect or sage or wise person or something. Oh. In Italian, Anziano literally just means like old man, like old person. <laughs> So it made no sense to them when we were like, hello, my name is Old Man Bingham. And you're like this 20-year-old, <laughs> like shiny-faced kid. Like that, that word does not have any sort of connotation of like a respected whatever. It just means like an, an elderly person. So Remember that episode where, <clears throat> I don't remember what it was about, but we were talking about what you and your brothers used to call the older men at church. Oh, the handsome men. The handsome men. 
So that's kind of what I thought of. Handsome, yeah, that's a handsome. Men I don't want to explain. I don't want to explain the handsome men's again because it's it's kind of complicated. But handsome anyway, men's. why don't you introduce yourself, handsome oh. lady? Oh, I'm Latter Day Twaint. I uh, am Sister Twaint. I'm. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> You've never been called to a presidency. We can't call you President Twaint. You're not president of like Satan's Relief Society. I was. I was president of the Mormon Jesus Relief or uh, pr- uh, primary. Oh, okay. For three year, two years. So that okay. So we could call you President Twain if we wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. If we wanted to. I mean. Okay. Up to you. So, um, welcome to our podcast. It's about things. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, we used we to t- sit in a room together and record, but then the world got turned upside down, and now we record via technology. So if this is the first time you're tuning in, this is the third time that we have recorded remotely. Like, we're not in the same room, as you said before, or in the same house. Um, but we understand... Uh, I've listened back, and and it sounds like when we do it this way, there's a little bit of reverb when we, you know, like start a segment right right but uh this is as good as it gonna get right now that's right for probably the foreseeable future at this Uh, point so right yeah yeah and and what and a couple things i want to say just to clarify you know i'm sure you imagine us sitting down having like a production meeting going over the notes of like the structure of the pod all of that kind of stuff (laughs) a we don't we don't do that Mm -mm. ever and B, we do that even less when um, when we're recording remotely. Basically, the way it works when we're recording remotely is first on the night we're supposed to record, which is Sunday night, I text and say, I can't record tonight. And mm-hmm. then on the night we are supposed to record, I text Sister Twain and say, are you ready? And she says, oh, yeah, I just need to write my things down. Um, give me like two minutes. And then um, seven <laughs> hours later... <laughs> She texts back and I and says, I'm ready. And then I just start recording. I don't even, we don't talk about like what we're going to cover. No. Like any any yeah. business. I just <laughs> get the text that she's ready and I'm like, go record. And you send, you send the link and I'm like, well, here goes nothing. Why, we why, go. we go. why change, why change the process at this point? You know? Right. Really? Don't if, change horses midstream. Yeah. That old saying. But, um, so but do, you wait. Have, do you have any, what? Uh, women's work? Do I have any women's yes. work? Yes. I was going to say, bit. do you have any women's work? Are you drinking anything tonight? I'm sipping a beer. Oh, okay. A gentle listener. Oh, God. And I know I mentioned this last time. I, I have no idea how long it's been or how recent it's been since she dropped it at my door because the construct of time does not exist the way we... Is this the gentle listener that left tequila at your door, or is this a different gentle? No, different, same one. Um, I I have been. I was going to say, dear gentle listeners, feel free to leave alcohol at my door too. (laughs) No, it's just the one. Um, uh, But I'm. That was about a week ago, and I'm a third of the way through that bottle of tequila. Uh huh. Okay. But tonight, so far, I've only had a beer, and I'm having a red ale. Oh, nice. Okay. It is an Irish um, thing. I'm drinking a daiquiri just to change things up. Ooh, how you know, classic! An old-fashioned, just rum, lime, and simple syrup daiquiri, delicious. <laughs> um, I just want to say 
I am horrified at the amount I'm drinking during quarantine. Horrified. Oh, please fill us in. Give us some specifics. Oh, I don't even, I don't know that I dare say the specifics out loud, but I will say that (laughs) before the weekend, so I had my kids this last weekend and I think when I was picking them up, Tisha said, oh, I'm going to go to the liquor store if it's not too crazy today. And I was like, oh, you pick me up a bottle of vodka and I buy those, you know, the really high quality Taka vodka in the plastic tubs that are like $10 for a giant bottle. So I, so she picked it up Friday and I don't think I got it from her until Saturday. And what day is it today? Monday? I think so. That can't be right. Anyway, there, a lot of that, a lot of that bottle has been drunk between Saturday and Sunday is all I'm going to say. <laughs> is all, it's is not that... gone. It's no. not gone. It's, I wouldn't even say it's half gone. But when I looked at it today, I was like, holy fuck. I drank, a, I've drunk a lot of that in like two or three days. Um, I did, I did have a virtual happy hour with some of my siblings on Saturday night. And so I drank a lot that night. I just kept refilling and refilling and refilling. It was a lot of fun. We were on a little FaceTime call chatting, me and my siblings. You and your outer darkness siblings. The outer darkness siblings, which are the siblings that are not members who are all listeners. So, hey, outer dark. Well, one of them's not, but he's a bitch. So whatever. Hey, (laughs) outer darkness siblings that are listeners. We love you. I know which one that is that you're talking about. <laughs> and also, that... he wasn't, he didn't attend the the sibling FaceTime because he had other plans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. This there is the is. same sibling that you ran into in public once and he kind of barely acknowledged you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and he seemed to be doing maybe a walk of shame, but I wasn't entirely sure. Okay. So, anyway. So, um, women's work. Uh, so women's work. Go ahead. Uh, oh, but before we move on from your taka, tell yes. the listeners what you did yesterday with it. Oh, <laughs> I posted this on Instagram. And so I just had seen someone post this somewhere that a, a vodka company had posted of like filling a little jar with peeps, like the Easter candy, the marshmallow Easter candy. <laughs> yeah, and baby. Yeah. Vodka over the top of it. And it was specifically the bunnies because of how they stand up so cute in the jar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, And so, and I had literally just bought Peeps yesterday. I had made a trip to the grocery store for the essentials like Peeps. And so I was like, well, I'm going to try that. Why not? And I will say this. The vodka itself that I poured off the Peeps was not bad. Like it just just tastes a little bit sweeter. You know, had a little bit of sugar dissolved and it was kind of the little peep, the little black eyes of the peeps were like floating around in it. So I went, Uh. when I made a drink from it, it had like little peep black eyes floating around Uh. in it. But then I ate one of the peeps because I think that's the idea. It's like, you know, if you soak, you know, gummy bears in alcohol and then you can eat them. Yeah. Well, it's Uh not a parry. (laughs) This is is not like the, the French laundry, but it's like, you know, if you soak something in alcohol, then you eat that thing that's soaked in alcohol and you get a shot of alcohol. So I ate one of the peeps last night and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever <laughs> put okay, in my okay. mouth. Okay. And I will say, like, as I love peeps, like I intentionally buy them. I think they're delicious. But it just was like slimy and like and and like just straight vodka is not good. Like it kind of tastes like like nail polish remover or something oh, i mean yeah. it was just it was terrible so right. i ate one and then i just dumped the rest down the sink so so you just described like slimy and then the black eyes floating it sounds uh-huh. like you it, it sounds like something that was moldy 
Yeah, like, it was gross. You, yeah. Like you put a moldy piece of fruit in some vodka and then you decided to eat the moldy piece of fruit. I will say I did not do it because I thought it would be delicious. I mostly did it for the shock factor on Instagram that it would be funny oh. for people to tune in and see me pouring vodka on top of peeps. And it had nothing to do with the existential crisis we're all going through right now. I mean, it was also totally <laughs> part of that. So, uh, 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 I have to women's work. Okay. Yeah, I did. You forgot it's it. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Okay. Well, it couldn't have been that important. For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, women's work is our housekeeping, as they say right. in the industry. Let's take right. care of some housekeeping before we right. you know, get into the nuts right. and bolts. So it can be and... business about our lives. It can be business about, um, you know, the pod, those kinds of things. And also for first time listeners, Tisha is the, the alias we have given the name of Brother Coffee's ex-wife. And the alias right. of my ex-husband is... Gary, Gary, but many people on our podcast are called Gary. <laughs> so that might be a little confusing. It's fine. Um, can oh. I, I, I do have a, now that you bring up Tisha, I do have a slight bit of women's work to, to mention. Okay. okay. I, and I probably should have just said this to Tisha in person, but I'll just say Uh-oh. it on the podcast. Cause I know, oh. she but great. <laughs> I am, so, this is, I am so grateful to be it. going through this pandemic with Tisha and I not, we're not going through it together. Like we're not living in the same house. We're still living in our separate houses, but our kids go back and forth. And I am just so glad, like we are navigating like her work schedule and I'm not working at all, but we're navigating, you know, the kids school and, and they all go to three different schools. And one of our kids is, is special needs. And just, it's just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really, really grateful for her because she's a really great partner in this. And like, we can talk about what's going on. And like, if, if like, I kind of did a shitty job this weekend <clears throat> of like getting the kids caught up on their homework and she's very understanding about that. And like, I just, I just appreciate have someone having someone like that's looking out for me during all this. I love so, it. I thanks, love it. Tisha. She's I love great. it. None of it, none of it surprises me. That's fantastic. Oh, but and and you made it sound like your kids are still going to school, but they're not. Nobody. No, I mean, I no, not going to school, but I mean, they all have like (laughs) at work from home assignments that they're navigating, and they all need different types of support and different. (sighs) You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's not like you can just say like, okay, for the next two hours, everyone's going to do their school work. Like, one kid needs you to do this, and one kid needs you to do that, and this kid needs the computer, and it's just the navigating of it is so complicated. Yeah, and so yes. I'm just, she's been really, really great. And I'm very appreciative. So anyway, I know, I know really? the, the hot drinks listeners are fans of Tisha and Tisha yeah. is a fan of the show. So I just wanted to say yeah. she's awesome and I love her. So I have some women's work about Gary. Okay. And that is that they have, a, I mean, it's, it's like officially decided, but not officially announced. Uh-huh. But it's like a given that they're not going to be getting married this year in the in a castle, right? They were they were scheduled. <laughs> the wedding date was in June in a castle right. in England, oh, and it was how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> and it was actually this week that they were going to be traveling to England to go to the castle to meet with the planners there uh, to finalize some details and. Um, and they're just like not 
it's they they get that it, it there's no way that they could really expect it to really still happen. You know? I just I just want to, I mean, you and I have you and I have very different feelings about Gary. Obviously, I was not married to him, but I just want to paint the visual for everyone. You are at home, <laughs> a single mom, raising your children. You currently are not working, so you've filed for unemployment. I assume you're waiting for that to kick in. Yes. figuring out if you know do you get WIC this month do you have to wait for next month to get WIC when is that government check coming like yeah you know you're you just want the kids to watch a movie with you none of them will and Gary right. was preparing <laughs> to fly to a castle in England to meet with the planners to plan his wedding in a castle <laughs> in England yeah so I'm so sorry for him that's really hard I'm really sorry <laughs> Hey, it's all relative. You know, that's true. We don't compare suffering. <laughs> Everyone's suffering is the is is valid. <laughs> um, okay. Well, how long have we been? Oh, we've been at at this this women's work intro thing for a while. Yeah, it's a long intro. Minutes. So we yeah we didn't want to talk about coronavirus today, but we feel like it's the only thing we can talk about. But we also recognize right. that last week's episode was probably a bit of a downer. It was a little depressing. So was it? I mean, did I someone actually so. say that to you? No, oh, well, okay. no, but I said to Tisha, like, oh, that was not our best episode. She goes, no, it was great. She said it that <laughs> way. So, um, <laughs> so this week, we want to think, we want to cast our minds to the sunny future. We want to think ahead. What will life be like when we are out of quarantine? So tonight is a top five. We're going to do, we, we're going to talk about the top five things. <clears throat> Hey, I totally just lost you. Uh, let's just end it, end it. Go to break. Como se va? Well, that was exciting. What happened? I don't know, but like, I couldn't hear you and you couldn't hear me, but it was only recording you. Anyway, <laughs> so I said, today's episode, the top five things, and then it just stopped. And then, it, then we could hear you saying, "Like, are you there? I can't hear you." So, anyway. I love um, it. okay, so top five things we're gonna do when this goddamn quarantine is over. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. And I have okay. Eight. Okay, you you were like, <laughs> I can't. This is hard. I'm struggling thinking of them, and now you have eight. Okay. So, what's your number one? My number one. It's not gonna surprise a goddamn person. I am going to show my private parts to as many people as possible in person. Okay. Okay. Not sexting, not photos. I mean, not that right. I'm not going to do that. Right. But I right. am going to get my ass in my car and drive all around town and reveal my tits, <laughs> my ass, my asshole, my taint, my vulva, my vagina my cervix can you reveal your cervix if you push like you're having a baby because <laughs> i never mind i don't even I, I'm, I was gonna ask some clarifying questions but i don't know enough about the female anatomy to to, to even ask the questions <laughs> i just didn't know the cervix was something we could see that was like visible but great I but i support so. your goals you can if you have like a little flashlight not with that attitude, you can't see the cervix. 
<laughs> um, okay. Think outside anyone the box, in, or rather deep inside the box. Anyone in particular you want to show your cervix to? There's a couple of females. Okay. Um, it's been a while since I've been with a lady. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and there are a few that are really thirsty for me. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's the huge. Right, um, right. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Uh, there's one dude probably for sure and then and then I have a a short list it's kind of like when I make a top five for this episode Uh uh-huh and I start with like 52 things and then have to whittle it down to five right but like if all those 52 people were game you would be like tits cervix vulva boom you'd be showing it all yeah all those people right showing Allowing the touch, the touching. Okay. Uh, With a lot of active and enthusiastic consent on both parts. Yeah. Well, I said allow. Right. I know. I wasn't oh. questioning you. I was just, <laughs> I was just, uh, it, were just you, expounding upon it. Right. I'm not going to grab anyone's hand and like shove it up my vagina or anything. <laughs> or like drive down the street and just roll the window down and like <laughs> stick your cervix out the window to pass it by. <laughs> <laughs> in case we have any law enforcement listening that is not that is not part of this speaking of shoving hands what speaking of shoving hands yes. inside yes. uh a gentleman a gentleman caller of mine uh-huh. uh sent me a video today uh-huh of a dude so this is about porn everyone everyone right. get your kids out of the room uh so i if you've sat down for family home evening to listen <laughs> to hot drinks you may yeah. ask the children to leave the room for this segment so it starts out with this guy that's naked and the woman uh-huh. is clothed uh-huh. and that's that's usually usually the opposite right right and so <clears throat> he's on his knees on the couch and like holding on to the back of the couch uh-huh and oh no actually he's not on his knees he's standing he's standing but hands are on the back of the couch so like oh okay like if you're looking at the front of the couch you're looking at his ass right 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 and he's got his legs spread far enough that you can see his asshole Uh uh-huh and his dick is hard and like you can like the asshole down to the dick is make like one straight line as it's want to and, do. <laughs> and, and he's just kind of like bouncing. Okay. Like, look at me. Look at my ass and my dick. Kind uh-huh. of a bounce. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, not even a minute in, she had her entire hand in his ass. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, I'm not, here a- to sh- I'm not here to shame anyone. <laughs> You know, do your kinks, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> I thought you that would turn you on. Oh sure. God, no! I'm not. No, oh. I'm not into fisting. Oh at no, all. no. It do- oh no, it freaks me out. <laughs> this is fantastic. Anyway, um, and then it it went on for 16 more minutes after that. So. Does I just hope all the gentle listeners know that you can get a free Pornhub Premium account during yeah. quarantine yeah now i have one and i don't 
actually know what it does. I, I don't know if I'm getting access to different content uh, yeah, than I'm I would sure if I either. didn't have an account. I don't yeah. know. It's not like I have a real curated list. You know, I'm just like Googling topics that are not Googling, but, you know, searching for topics that sound interesting that particular evening. But anyway, but go sign up for a free account. And it's like, it's like something like pornhubpremium.com slash stay at home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're encouraging everyone to stay home and they're like donating ventilators or something at the same time. So yeah, they are more than the Mormon church is doing. And, and they're still paying their workers. But yeah. let's face it, the porn industry is like a multi-billion dollar industry. So Right, 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 right. Well, good. Anyway. So you're going to um, show your butthole to someone on a couch and have them stick their hand <laughs> up your butt. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mixed the two stories together. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, okay. what's, your, what's your number one? So my number one plan, I have just like, just being isolated like this, like I'm already kind of a physical touch person. That's sort of my love language. So I am oh. just craving physical touch. I don't okay. get any physical touch except for my children. And then you're just like, please stop touching me. You know, you're exactly. like, just leave me alone. So Every time. I'm going to, I'm going to download an app. I'm going to oh. find a hot guy. Oh. We're going to start talking dirty. And then I'm going to delete the app and go lay in my bed by myself and imagine what it would be like <laughs> if that guy touched me. I'm so glad you brought it around. You brought just it like around. before quarantine. Just like before quarantine. <laughs> I'm just going to see cute guys on the street and think, wow, he's cute. And then never think about it again. So, so I'm going but back now- to the status quo. But now you're not seeing any cute guys on the street. No, not at not all. On the street. Not at all. I just see them on Twitter, which I did before too. But now, like, right, yeah, but... I can't go walk around the park and see cute guys. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I just have to think of, imagine them. So, so yeah. So I'm which gonna park? Find, I'm going to find which some park real. Do you walk around. Well, I think the cutest guys are at Liberty Park. Also, the uh, crackheads. That, I knew it. Also, uh, the well, crackheads yeah. are there, but the cutest crackheads, though. The cutest crackheads, like, like, <laughs> like, um. Joe Exotic would fall in love with these crackheads. That's how cute they are. <laughs> anyway, so that's my plan. I am going to find some cute guys and then um, lay in my bed and feel lonely um, that those cute guys will never touch me. So it's going to be really good. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Should we move on to our number two? Uh, sure. Let's just jump right into number two. <clears throat> Fuck. Okay. Um um, I'm going to just be microwaving some pizza in the background and getting a bowl of ranch. So if you hear noises. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I'm going to up my karaoke game. Okay. I haven't karaokeed in almost a year. Has and it I, really been that long? I think so. I really do. We used that. to go almost weekly to a trivia yeah. night that did karaoke after the fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just miss singing. Yeah. Um, so you're real, you're real good at it too. Thanks. It was weird. It wasn't until last year that you really heard me sing. Well, yeah. you heard me sing in a couple of shows, but not karaoke. No, but I remember the first time you, um, I, it, you were auditioning for a show that required you to sing, and and you told me that you had like messaged the director and like auditioned over like a video, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, can you sing? <laughs> And you were like, oh, uh, yeah. 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 I can. 
Because at that point, I don't think I'd ever heard you sing. <laughs> you can, can what? That's in your wheelhouse. And then I heard you sing, and I was like, oh, wait, you're actually, like, really good. Oh. And then you were in a musical, and then at one of our hot drinks parties, I was drunk, and I was reenacting the musical, but it was really just me vacuuming and singing. <laughs> I was just pantomiming, vacuuming, and singing, days and days, days and days. days. Um, That's how it happens. You know, I want to acknowledge that a compliment from you means a lot. Oh. Because because you are a picky bitch. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Be- Do I Actually, not give compliments very freely? It's not that. It's just that you're kind of a bitchy queen sometimes. Okay. In, in the best way. In the best fair, way. Fair, fair. Um, uh, but now that I've said that, I just remembered that you really like the magicians. So I don't know. Maybe you're not that picky. Which I was literally watching, waiting for you to finish writing your list and thinking, <laughs> God damn, this is a great season. <laughs> at one point in The Magicians, and this was not a spoiler, but at one point in The Magicians, one of the characters was sleeping and then something happened which kind of woke her up dramatically and painfully. And she sat up, sat up and she yelled, Voldemort's cunt! And I just thought, oh my I, God. Love I love this show so much. <laughs> okay all right so my number two two, it's a multi-pronged plan and i haven't decided the best way to make it happen so one option i'm gonna tell Mm -hmm. you the options first and i'm gonna tell you the plan i'm gonna tell you the why so one option is to rejoin the mormon faith and work my way up the ranks Um, oh until i have power and influence or okay. one option is just to like somehow get a really good PR team and like get a rumor bre- a Bruin and okay. kind of get things get things turning that way. But what I want to do is I want to convince all the Mormons that it's time to go to Missouri because the Mormons right now <laughs> have the biggest throbbing pre-cum dripping hard on for the second coming <laughs> that they have ever had. They are just like, they are hard. They have been edging since 1832 for the second coming. And they are ready to shoot their hot, the return of Jesus load. Because what, what's happened so far in 2020? Well, first of all, we almost went to war with Iran. So rumors of wars, you know, that's Jesus. one of the prophecies. We have which, a pandemic, which yeah, is okay. also a pestilence is one of the prophecies of the second yeah, coming. Yeah. In yeah. Utah, we have had multiple earthquakes, which uh-huh. we haven't had a, an earthquake in Utah for like a million years, at least in like, I guess there was one in St. George a while ago, but in like Salt Lake yeah. area where, you know, there has not been one for like 80 years. Right. So just of this magnitude. All these rumors yeah. are happening. And the, the, um, the heart on the Mormons have is just, it's like, you've, it's like they've had a cock ring on for three days and that thing is just purple. <laughs> And just twitching with every heartbeat. So I just want to convince them it's time to go because they would they would take it. Like if 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 you got the rumor started any tiny way, it was time to go to Missouri. They would be like, "Let's go." They'd be like, "We are. We've had the rumors of wars. We've had the pestilence. We just need the temple in Jerusalem, which is super colonistic of them to think that that's appropriate. And we just need the two the two superheroes to go preach in Jerusalem. And that's all. Those are the last two signs." So they would be on their way to Missouri. And number one, so, then they're out of my hair. So that's great. 
Uh-huh. They're not in Salt Lake anymore. We can that we, is we can finally pass some reasonable liquor laws. That's number one right there. And number two, I just want to rub it rub it in their dumb faces and be like, nope, see the second coming isn't coming. <laughs> I feel like this podcast was prophesied by the second coming because I feel like <laughs> there's something in the in the prophecies of the second coming that talk about like it's like loud laughter and ill speaking of the Lord's anointed, but some something akin to that, like like mocking precious things or something and if if anyone is mocking precious things it's us <laughs> so explain to any never mows or nev mows or no mows um so the second coming i mean it's basically yeah. it's basically like the rapture or the return of jesus it's when jesus comes again and there are all these prophecies right. of what will happen before then but then also yeah what will happen immediately before then is all the wicked will be killed, presumably in these earthquakes and wars and whatnot. And then all mm-hmm. of the righteous will be lifted up off of the earth and will meet. Literally Jesus. lifted. Yeah. We're going to float. And we'll meet Jesus not well, not we. as he's coming yeah. down. Like I was, right. I was actually looking at some scriptures today. Cause I wanted to see like, what do these prophecies say? And some of them are from oh. the Bible. So they'll be familiar to people, but they literally say things like, woe unto the like woman with a baby suckling at her teat because you know that baby might be lifted up and saved and she'll be left to die because she's evil you know and her milk's just squirting yeah just squirting out just as the baby like just pops right off and flies up to meet jesus (sighs) anyway sounds horrible it's some pretty fucked up stuff and what's Mm -hmm. funny about it is that on our family group chat my mom has brought it up multiple times that the second right. coming is coming. Yeah. And one time I said to her, well, that would be really sad because that would mean half of your family would die. Because what the scriptures <clears throat> say is that, you know, the wicked will die. And if anyone is wicked, I like, I was in the church. I was married in the temple. I have left. Like, I am the very definition of wicked, you know? So if anyone's going to die in the second coming, it's someone like me. So um, when my mom's yeah. like, well, we just all need to keep stay faithful because this could be the time that Jesus returns. I'm like, that means we're dying. And that like my kids are dying. <laughs> like that's Bye. also part of the prophecy. My children will also die. So like, that's what you're like, fingers crossed, hope it's time. And I'm like, the, for your kids and grandkids <laughs> to die. So I And said, then when she says, oh no, you're not going to die. Then the gaslighting is. Yeah. So I said that I I sent a text and said like, well, that's really weird because most of us will (laughs) die in the second coming. And she said, Mm -hmm. oh no, that will be fine. Everyone just needs to keep the faith. And I was like, Uh okay, well that's just lies. Like that's, if you believe part of it, then you're not believing all of it because if you believe all of it, then it says that we will die. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So I just want to, I just want them all to go to Missouri with their big old hard-ons and then just sit there and wait for it all to happen. And then we'll just turn Utah into like a democratic state. We'll change the liquor laws. We'll, we'll vote for AOC in the 2024 election. And it'll, it'll be great. It'll take a while for the Mormons to get out. You see, but by 2024, we're voting for AOC. So it'll be great. Um, Also for Nevermose, um, Missouri might seem random to you, but that is literally where the Mormons believe that has been revealed to them that that is where Adam and Eve, like the Garden of Eden was, and that is where Jesus will be returning. Yeah, to Jackson <laughs> County, Missouri. So <laughs> I, excuse me, I was at EFY one year, especially for youth, 
it's like this big week-long conference for teens in the Mormon church. And um, my counselor that year was bearing her testimony. And in her testimony, she said that she had had a dream that she was in that valley that, that, that's been designated there in Jackson County. It's called where everyone was. It, it is. Did you raise your um, hand and say, no one cares about your dreams, Trisha? <laughs> no one wants to hear about your dreams. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't there yet. I have not met you yet. Okay. Um, and so um, she said she was standing there in the valley and she saw Christ floating down from the sky. Beautiful. And she saw... She saw the people around her start to rise off the ground and float up to him. Oh, shit. Oh, and shit. She, and, and she was, too. But then she had a bad thought, and she started floating back. Oh, she thought, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Everyone else is flying up instead <laughs> of me. And then she was like, oh, fuck. It's the thinking, oh, shit, that's causing me to sink. And then the fuck just sank her even lower. <laughs> Becky, Becky, the- will you write that down for a t-shirt? And the fuck just sank her even lower. Fantastic. All right, let's take a We're break. We're going to take a break. Yay! Hello. 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 Sister Hello. Hello. How, will, how are how you? How are you? Are, are we talking, that at talking the same, the same, same time? time? That'd be fun. <laughs> did, you, did you do anything fun over the break? I, I ate chocolate frosting out of a bowl. Oh. Of a bowl that I made. No, I didn't make the bowl, but I made the frosting. So it's a bowl of frosting that I made. <laughs> I made a bowl while I've been on quarantine. I've taken up throwing pottery. I should do a that podcast would, about it. That would be my favorite thing ever is if like post quarantine, I find, I come over to your house, like with a <laughs> bottle of wine. You're like, come in. And I open the front door and you're just in the middle of your front room, just like throwing the pottery wheel. Like, Got my foot on like, the oh, pedal. I've taken up pottery throwing over the break. Over the it's called pottery throwing? Yeah, when you stew it on a wheel like that. Throwing? Yes. Throwing? Okay. <laughs> so what I did on the break is I made a delicious cocktail. Oh, and I'm going to tell you the recipe, but the recipe will also be in our April newsletter for our patrons. Oh, yeah. Which we will tell you a little bit more about the, at the end of the show. But here's one thing I learned this week in doing some cocktail research. Go. If you're making a cocktail that is only alcohol, so like, you know, it's like a, like a martini, you know, that's like gin and vermouth or whatever. Like the right, only ingredients are alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can stir that. If you're making a cocktail that has anything else in it that's not alcohol, then you have to shake it. <gasps> that's the only way to get those those ingredients to vows. incorporate properly. You became cockney. <laughs> that's the only way to get yes. those ingredients to incorporate. <laughs> okay, so here's what's in my cocktail. Okay. I did two ounces of the screwball peanut butter whiskey that I'm obsessed with. God, are you still working on that? Oh no! I bought a new bottle. I bought a new bottle today. I I found it at the Utah liquor stores. Oh! I went to the liquor store today, and I was going to be very reasonable and not spend a lot of money. And then I was not reasonable (laughs) and spent a lot of money. Yeah, there we go. So I did that. I did one ounce of um of the blackberry liqueur, the creme de cassis, for a little blackberry jam flavor. I I love creme de cassis. A pinch of salt because I believe in salting cocktails. 
Yeah. Then I did half a lemon, like a squeeze of half a lemon, just to because the both the creme de cassis and the screwball are pretty sweet, so we need a little acidity in there. Oh, and then I yeah. added a couple drops of a chocolate bitters. I didn't want a real chocolatey flavor. <clears throat> I just wanted to add some layers and some nuance. Uh-huh. Anyway, I shook that baby up. I poured Shit. it in a little coupe glass, and it is a oh. it is de fucking licious. Oh man, you really you know I want I want everyone to know that as much as Brother Coffee talks about hating himself, <laughs> he really throws down in the self care department. I am good at self care. Well, yeah, something like self care. I have realized <laughs> some may call it alcoholism. You may call it self. care I have I have realized through this pandemic that really my true calling in life is to be a kept man. Like I just want to <laughs> I just want to take feminism back 100 years by just like finding a hot man with a lot of money yeah and just staying at home and like be waiting with a cute apron on and a cocktail when he gets home. Did I talk about this uh, last week? I feel like I'm in a time vortex. I did, it, well, we are though. Okay. Okay. But did okay. I talk about this last week? I don't think it was last week. I think it was like six months ago. Well, anyway, I just have learned I would be really, I'm really good at being home by myself all day. I feel great. <laughs> I, I like have a sourdough starter going. I'm making rolls. I'm like, you know, I'm making different desserts. I'm pickling things. Like I would just be really good at like being a kept man. So if you're a wealthy listener, then hit me up. Anyway, what, what number are we on? Four? Oh, shit. One, yeah, because we did two, two on the last one. So we're on number four. We, no, we're on number uh, three. No, we're on number... Oh, Jesus. God, this is boring. I mean, <laughs> not boring. <laughs> this is... Uh, anyway, it has to do with the quarantine. Okay, so... Oh, I thought you meant the uh, whole podcast was boring. You mean this specific <laughs> answer you're about to share is boring. Oh, no. It, no I just used the wrong word. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great, it's not boring. It's, What's your exciting number three answer? My number exciting three is I think I might proactively look into getting a master's degree to become a therapist. Really? Yes. I love this idea. Tell us more. Oh. Well, it's like this. You know how there are people who just know how to cut hair, but they've never gone to school. Right. Okay. They're really, really good at it. And then you say to them, why don't you go to school so you can get licensed and like make a living off this? And they're like, go to school to learn all the things I already know. So that's where I've been for many years. Okay. <laughs> About therapy. You think you know more than therapists. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman, if you're listening, <laughs> Sister Twain knows more than you. That's not what I said. Um, I'm no, totally I, kidding. Totally kidding. I know. And it's also, I'm also really joking. But um, it, what it really, to be real, I, I feel like I have like a, a sense about people and how their minds work. Um, and I, I won't get into it any more than that, except that um, I just really love helping people deconstruct old narratives, things uh-huh. that don't serve them anymore, help them to see ways that they can honor themselves instead of 
betray themselves, right? Which is what most of us do, right? Actually, um, and uh, uh, I have said before, like if I'm gonna go get an MFA or a master's, it's gonna be an MFA in acting because right. acting is what is where my true joy is, where my authentic self lives. Um, but that is not something that I can pursue while I have children at home because a, a master, an MFA in acting is classes all day and shows every night, right? literally for three years. Right. Um, but a master's to become Are you brushing your teeth right now? Is that what that I'm not. Is? <laughs> I'm washing my hands because there's a pandemic oh, okay. go- going around the entire okay. planet. Anyway, um, and yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I love that. I think that's great. What oh, about thanks. the pandemic has inspired, like, what's causing you to take action because of the pandemic? <clears throat> so within my own self and my psyche, my thought processes and such, um, I have had this, all this available time um to process triggers uh-huh. and you typically i'm typically pretty good at processing a trigger like i'll i'll recognize the trigger and go okay why does that trigger me what does it say about me not the other person that 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 like caused um, the trigger yeah right um <clears throat> but during this there have been a couple times when i've been triggered and I have had time to sit down with a pen and paper and like break it down in really fascinating ways. Uh-huh. And, um, and that process that I use, which I have kind of learned from professionals over the years, right. um, I actually helped someone do today. Um, and it's kind of like, okay, you have a trigger. Let me take you down this rabbit hole of how at the top of the rabbit hole is your ego. And at the bottom of the rabbit hole is really all the underlying pain and fear or what have you. Right. And I, I think I did really good. I wasn't trying to like lead them on a certain path to get a certain conclusion. I was just like, let's as an exercise, let's just see where this rabbit hole goes. And I think I did a good job at it. I like that. Good job. Yeah. So anyway, I support that. I just need to become legit so I can make. So you can charge people for it. Yeah. 40, 40 grand a year. (laughs) Living the dream. Living slightly (laughs) above the poverty level. (laughs) Woo! Yeah, baby. So one thing that I will carry forward from the pandemic um, is I, even as I say this out loud, I realize and thinking about what my next answer is, I realize it's all just me on a path to becoming a crazy person. But I really, <laughs> I really Love feel it. like I wash my hands better now. And I'm going to keep doing that. You know, I've, I've oh got, my oh my I've got the 20 seconds down. <laughs> I'm good at that. I'm going to keep doing the 20 second hand wash, sing in a little, you know, the chorus of landslide in my head while I wash my hands or whatever. <laughs> and then I think, like, I just don't ever imagine a world where we'll ever touch people ever again. <laughs> don't you think, <laughs> like, like the idea of shaking someone's hand right now to me is so repulsive. And again, this is where it's... I can hear the crazy start clicking in my brain. But, like, yeah. I, I literally can't imagine 
walking up to a stranger and shaking their hand. It seems so insane to me that I would just touch right. someone else's I, hand. I, I am sure that many people feel that way. And I bet it's going to take human beings quite some time to get back to like just a casual hi i'm meeting a new person let's shake hands right i really yeah or like i used to like if i you know if i was in a crowded space which again also seems like something i will never be in again a crowded space you know if i walked by someone i was kind of behind them i might like you know place a hand on their shoulder so they knew i was behind them or you know whatever and i just think i can't believe i just would touch someone another person (laughs) i don't know where they've been Anyway, it's just a, this is a slippery slope, isn't it? Like this. Wait till you hear my next answer, because it just, it just, oh, it boy. just gets crazier from here. But I just think, I, I just think on the positive, I would like to wash my, you know, continue with good hand hygiene, hand washing habits. And on the negative, I don't ever want to touch another human being again. <clears throat> there is an Instagram account that I discovered yesterday. I think uh-huh. that is so insanely ridiculous that I'm obsessed with it and it's called Burger Bing. Uh-huh. And it's a parody on Burger King and like really the whole fast food industry, but just under the umbrella of Burger King. So it's called Burger Bing. And they've had some great posts about COVID-19. Okay. <laughs> and it's really disgusting and frightening and wonderful. So anyway, check it out. I like that's that. a that's a wreck. That's I a like wreck. that. I just think Thanks. this, well, I'll save that for my next one. But yeah, that number two, good hand watching, good hand wash, hand washing, no more hand touching. <laughs> Are you um, washing some clothes on a washboard right now? Is that what that sound was in the background? I was moving the rack in my oven from the top to the middle so that I can make cookies. <laughs> Do you know what I'm doing while we record a podcast? What? I'm just sitting on my couch. It's not not doing anything. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm not I not sweeping my... the kitchen. I'm not um, baking my doing my meal prep blender smoothies for the next six days. <laughs> look, look, bro. I wish my mind worked like that. I'm... Okay. Well, let's I... take a break and then let's come back for number <laughs> whatever we're on. All right. Okay, bye. Hello, 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 hello. We welcome okay. you today. Okay, hello. Creepy as hell. Um, hi, we're back. Um, remember right before we went to break and you were like, guess what I'm doing while we're podcasting? I'm uh-huh. sitting on the couch focusing on the podcast. I think that was albiism. That was what? Albiest. Am I saying What does right? that mean? Are you saying means- are you trying to say ableist? I was like, Edward Albee? Like, it's a, like, it's, I'm a fan of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, so I'm being <laughs> Albiest. Oh my God, oh my God. I used to also say Henrik Isbin, even though in my head I saw the Ibsen. So that's. <laughs> you just said Isbin. So think, it was ableist wait, because. <laughs> so was... what I was saying was ableist because of what? Oh, because my mind doesn't work like yours. Normal. Oh, bitch. Come on. <laughs> if we're going to fight about who has ADD and who has anxiety, like, if we're going to start playing the mental health card, like, I think we're going to be pretty evenly matched. 
that's fair. That she um, even brought up albiism. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm such a fan of Virginia Woolf. Um, so if you guys hear any noise in the background um, during this segment, Sister Twain is reorganizing her vintage Castanet collection. So you may hear some rattling. But it's just that. It's just her getting her vintage castanets reorganized for the swap meet. Um, whenever the swap meet start up again. We don't know. Gosh. They've been delayed indefinitely. Indefinitely. Okay. So what's date. the number? What's the fourth? The number four thing you're going to do when this <clears throat> pandemic is over? And can I just point out before you answer? Sure. If to be annoyed about during the pandemic, when someone says a global pandemic, you uh-huh. can feel annoyed because the word pandemic means global. So oh. you can't, like saying a global pandemic, it's like when someone says put in your pin number, but pin stands for personal identification number. So they're yeah. saying like, put in your pin number, number, you know, it just, it's right. unneeded. So yeah. if someone says global pandemic, the global is pandemic. You can't have like a local pandemic. They're always right. global. Anyway. So what are you going to do when this pandemic's over? That was really ableist. Anyway. Um... <laughs> that was really obvious. <laughs> oh god okay my number four is i am going to get my first tattoo you are yes i love this idea yeah and i've said on here before what it will be but for those of you just tuning in um it's going to be my temple name (laughs) wait i don't think i knew that oh yeah just I like a big that. F you to the church and their cult ways and their secrets. And there is a Is it going to be on your, is it going to be on your taint? God, can you imagine? Jesus. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Especially if my temple name was taint. Now that would be amazing. <laughs> but. And then, but then you're like doing it with some guy or some lady. And then they're like, why does your taint say Judith? <laughs> is what I named her um that's what that's what they named her when I went to the temple and they looked at it just kidding they don't do that no Um, they don't I I mean it'd probably be healthier if they did (laughs) I was thinking since there's a t in it of doing of making it an upside down cross but I think that's taking it too far I think (laughs) just the fact that I'm tattooing something that I'm never supposed to reveal save for my Temple married husband, which doesn't exist anymore, right. is, is middle finger enough. I don't, I don't, I don't want to over, I want it to be nice and simple. Is it going to be in like a pretty cursive or is it just going to be like block letters? Like, what are you thinking? So it's not going to be like a gregarious font, but uh-huh. I don't want the font to be too pretty either. So I'm kind of, I'm still researching that. Okay. Is it going to yeah. be like an obvious font? <laughs> Like meaning like a font that Edward Albee would have used while writing, <laughs> while writing. Um, I, I'm trying to think of another Edward Albee play and I can't think of a single one. Who I knows? just keep going back to Virginia Woolf. It's been a while. Um, oh, and do you know where you're going to get it or is that still in research too? Well, I mean, my daughter has a favorite place that she goes and she's got like 20. No, I don't mean <laughs> oh, where uh, on your body. Oh, where on my mean, body? I don't mean which parlor. <laughs> Um, 
Okay, I'm sorry. I'm chewing because I'm eating right now while we're podcasting. Um, <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> um, I was thinking above my right shoulder blade. Okay, on your back? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I like it. Because I want it to be only kind of visible. Again, I don't want it sure. to be an overt middle finger. Right. I don't want it to be like... I don't want to like tattoo Judith and then underneath this was my template name. You know, I want it to Fuck be you, like... Mormons. <laughs> yeah. So right now that's where I'm at. Also as an actor, um, whenever I do a show, oh, right. it, it won't be something that if it's there, I won't have to worry about it. Right. Like it could be huh? covered up enough. It would be easily covered. Right. I support that. Yeah. Um, in K- Edward Albee also wrote the zoo story, um, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Crazy. The, adopted the novel, The Marriage Play, Three Tall Women. Anyway, yeah. I just knew Rachel was going to send a voicemail about other plays <laughs> that Al- Edward Albee had written. The OG and so, Rachel. OG Her Rachel, not Rachel the Beloved. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so anyway, so my number four, and, and we sort of tiptoed into it. On with my number three of me not wanting to touch people again mm-hmm. but I'm kind of joking and I'm kind of serious but okay. I really am a little bit afraid that this quarantine will be the tipping point where I become the gar- the sisters from Grey Gardens like where I just <laughs> slip into like total isolation hermitage like <laughs> not talking to other people, peeing in jars, like the whole nine, you know. I think I think that we'll know when you get to that point when you pronounce hermitage, hermitage. And I'll oh, be like, okay. there's there's little Edie. There's little Edie right there. Um, I'm so glad you brought that up because I have been posting lots about Grey Gardens on my You have. Lately. And it just has been like <laughs> glimpses of my future. <laughs> I am actually going to reenact the first part of the documentary. During the, the 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 quarantine, should we do it together? Are we that tech savvy that like we could each video our parts and then you could splice them together? Or you don't want to invite me to your gray garden? Oh, oh, you have friends no, that are more talented actors than me. You I, should, I, if you're going to do it with someone else, you should invite a more talented friend than it's, me. It, I I'm not I'm not that way. I'm not an obvious. <laughs> 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 But um, just all the splicing and stuff right. like that. I, oh, my God. That seems complicated. Attack. Yeah. Did you know when we were um, at the Lord's University together, I directed a play called Great Gardens that was about an all-you-can-eat, a family at an all-you-can-eat buffet? Um, no. Did it, well, I did. was it a spoof on Great Gardens? I like, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't <laughs> actually know. Like, I don't um, think I was wise enough to the ways of the world as a young, a young BYU theater student to, to realize right. that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was just a funny play about people at an all-you-can-eat buffet. Anyway. Right. Oh, but my God. Great Gardens. It had to uh, be, that, right? I mean, it had to be, right? It had to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, so the reason that I think this, just to give this okay. a little context... Um, so the other day I left my house and I went to, I had to go to the FedEx store to drop off something that I needed to like a return that I was sending Uh back somewhere. And then I wanted to go to Costco. 
So I went to FedEx and I was totally fine, like parked my car, went in. There was literally two people in FedEx. No big deal. Gave them my package. And then as I started walking back to my car, I started feeling like the biggest sense of dread and like terror. And I got in my car and I shut the door and I had to kind of like sit for a second. I was like, that was weird. So then I went to Costco and I don't know if you've been to Costco during the pandemic, but like it's very well organized. They have like you have to line up outside because they only let a certain number of, pe- number of people in the store at, at once, but they have like tape on the ground to mark six feet apart. So, and then when you come in, they have people like sanitizing carts. So they hand you a cart that's like freshly wiped down. So it's very, very organized inside there. Feels very safe. You know, it never feels crowded. The cashiers have big plastic screens in front of them, blah, blah, blah. So I got my stuff at Costco. I spent like way more money than I should have because I was like starting to panic buy things. Like I was like, well, maybe I should get this present lasagna because who knows? Uh, yep. Yep. Uh-huh. But again, totally fine. Like I had my headphones in. No big deal. I got my stuff. As I'm walking out to my car, I start feeling that feeling again, like a feeling like someone's chasing me. And it wasn't like I was afraid It wasn't like I was trying to protect my food. Like, I didn't think someone was going to steal my food or something. Like, there was no logic behind it. It was just this this fear of, like, I've got to get in my car. I've got to get in my car. I've got to get in my car. And I was, like, loading my car really quickly. As I'm loading my car, I shit you not, some teenager walks up holding a clipboard. And I thought at first, like, he worked for Costco and he wanted to take my cart or something. But Uh I had my headphones in and I'm like, what? What? And I pull out my headphones and he goes do you have a few minutes uh, for a few questions for a brief survey? And I was like, no, like I literally oh said it like that to him. Oh my, oh my God. Oh my so God. I have no idea who he was or who he was for, but I was like, maybe during the pandemic is not the best time to go send your workers out to collect a survey in a parking lot. Anyway, right. I loaded my car. I got in my parking lot. I shut the door and I literally had to sit there for like five minutes, like take, taking deep breaths. Like I was so panicked. <laughs> that I, I didn't like, I couldn't, I knew I could, I would not be safe to operate a motor vehicle. I had to sit and take like big deep breaths for like four or five minutes until I was like calm enough to drive home. And then I was like, well, fuck, this is, this is, but a, it was, this it was is the guy with, slope. it was the guy with the clipboard that kind of pushed you over the edge. No, like I think I, it would have happened anyway. Like I just, it was that just, and I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's happening when I'm going to my car instead of when I'm like leaving my car. It was, but it was this like really weird sense of panic. I was talking to a friend of mine about it and she was like, do you think it's because you had been around other people and you were panicking because you weren't going to be around other people? And I was like, oh God, no. I was like, <laughs> if I could, if, if they could say like, come to Costco at this time, there will not be a single other person in the entire store. <laughs> you will get your stuff and you will do self-checkout and leave without seeing another human being. I would sign up for that in five minutes, you know? Yeah. So I was like, no, uh, yeah. no, it had nothing to do with that. You'd so rearrange anyway. your schedule. Yes. You would. So anyway, yeah. I have been out since then. Like I said, I went to the liquor store today and I was totally fine. Like I didn't have that same panic attack. So I don't know if it was just because it was kind of one of the first times that I had gone out since the pandemic started. But I just thought, well, this is fun. This is just, this is all my neuroses just really like, yeah. just really boiling down into a real concentrated liquid of crazy to where I'm going to be peeing in jars in my room and never or... talking to humans again. Or a liquid of awareness. Let's take a break.
Here we go. Um, so one of the things that I do when I'm recording is I name all the segments. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't even know if anyone can see the names of the segments anywhere. I know you can see them if you listen on the Anchor app, but I don't know if you can see them on like Spotify or whatever. But uh-huh. especially when we're recording remotely, I need to know like the order and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. do you want to know what I named that last segment? Yes, please. Little Albie. Isn't that a good name? Because oh, it's like that... Edward Albee and like Little Edie. Like it was, it's a multi-layered, is a great name. You really went hard for that on that one. I just, you... I just wanted to share that since I don't think anyone sees those. And I was really proud I... of it. <laughs> Sometimes I'll name the segment like funny stuff or like intro stuff. Cause I can't <laughs> think of anything, but that one was called segment four, Little Albie. And I thought oh... that's clever. That's goddamn clever. Good job. Good job. Okay, so what's the fifth thing you're going to do once we're out of this global, worldwide, across many nations pandemic? I am going to shop the fuck out of all the local businesses that I can. Yeah. Agreed. I am going to specifically go out of my way if needed i am going to just feed my money into the local economy into small business owners i don't have much of it but i do i do spend money i am a consumer yeah whatever you are going to be spending anyway yeah yeah you're going to direct towards small businesses hell yes there's some bullshit loan that's being offered to small businesses right now listen small businesses are the last people that need another loan yeah exactly yeah um and i know for a fact that the businesses uh in the area of town it's called central ninth um where where my restaurant is i know that they have not been given rent forgiveness for this month yeah and they you are. Who else, it's a, it's who a else hasn't shop. been given rent forgiveness? Who? The tenants of the City Creek Mall owned by the LDS Church. Who has so over a hundred billion dollars? Yeah, right. yeah. So I've heard. I mean, and they're not. I mean, no one in there is a small business. To be fair, they're all other sure. big multinational corporations. But yeah, from but, what I've heard, they the yeah. they are still paying rent, even though the mall is completely closed. Like you can't go to the mall at all. Yep. 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 Oh my God, Jesus fucking Christ. So anyway. <laughs> um, gonna... By the way, speaking of small businesses, I heard yeah. of a coffee place that is doing a drive up service where you can order your beans online. They roast and package them and then you drive up and you get them. Yeah, I've heard of it too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have That's to talk great. offline about your thoughts about said coffee place. Oh, right. Okay. Because um, I'm a coffee snob or? A little bit. I mean, no, I just yeah. think you know more about the local coffee scene than I do. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That makes me you feel really good. You totally do. Yeah. Um, I think that is a great and worthy goal. And I, as much as I can when I'm in quarantine, I mean, I haven't been cleaning <clears throat> out a lot just because I really have been, like, not leaving my house for, like, three days in a row. But when I do, like, today, I dropped my kids off. I went to the liquor store and I grabbed lunch. On my way home, I made sure to go to a, like, a locally owned establishment instead of, like, going through the McDonald's drive-thru, you know? 
So Very I do awesome. think I do think where we can, we need to be spending money at local businesses. Yeah. Great. Where did you go? Do you want to say? What? Oh, it's called you- it's called Real Taqueria. It's over. Oh. It's on like Highland Drive. Anyway, it was super super good. I will for sure be going back, but um, it was just a little like taco place, and it was really really delicious. And they have a drive through, and so they don't have their you know eat in part of the restaurant open but you can go through their drive-thru so i got some nachos and some horchata and then i put my peanut butter whiskey in the horchata and it was delicious yeah you did yeah i did you didn't even have to say it we knew that we knew that you you sensed that in your hearts oh yeah definitely okay so what's your number five the number five thing that i'm gonna do is register people to vote because (laughs) because this whole shit show of a pandemic has just illustrated how broken our country is how broken Uh, our government is and mm -hmm. how broken capitalism is you know like how how broken this idea of like just give big companies and and rich people money and they'll help out the poor people it's (laughs) utter and abject bullshit and i we've all Uh known that for a long time but like just how this has played out and and the fact that like the fact that so many Republicans were like pissing their pants over like this idea of democratic socialism. And now suddenly (laughs) we're in a pandemic and we're like, we are, we're living in a socialist country right now, basically. (laughs) Like we want things to be free. We want people to have money. And I think we should have all those things. And I just think, how is it like, how come suddenly everyone's like, Oh, well, what about this? And what about the airline industry? And what about the, you know, we should suspend utility bills and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like we should be doing those things. And that's what we've, some of us have been fighting for those things for the last 20 years. So now suddenly everyone's like a big fan of it. Anyway, I just have been so, I, it's so maddening to watch this all play out. It's so maddening to watch like how insane and unprepared our government is. It's so maddening to watch how, you know, we continue to kowtow to the needs of like, multi-billion dollar companies like we're talking about bailing out the cruise industry crew the cruise industry is not even based in the united states like those companies don't pay taxes they base Uh their companies out of like latvia so they don't have to pay taxes so we don't need to bail (laughs) them out they're not doing anything for us and they will be able they will be able to recover but like but we don't want to give money to like people like you who are not working for the foreseeable future for who knows how long that will be, you know? Right. Like right, it's right. just insane. And I'm so, so sick of it. And I'm so angry every day. So I just, yeah. we just need to get a bunch of people registered to vote. We need to, we need to vote stronger and smarter than all the fucking old people that are, that are voting for, <laughs> that are ruining our country. We need to get more young people voting. We need to get more women voting, more people of color voting, more women of color oh. voting. Like we need to get all these demographics to vote that don't historically vote not not don't but who vote in lower numbers often and we need to like turn some shit around (coughs) so i imagine you i imagine you with a clipboard in the parking lot of costco in a costco parking lot and you're like excuse me sir (laughs) um you could start now now. maybe maybe i should And then some like <laughs> crazed, wild-eyed man in like sweatpants will be like, "Not now!" Who sent you? Yeah, I mean that's my goal. 
I'll probably do it like online or something. Get register people to vote. I'm not gonna go talk to them in parking lots. I mean, I can't imagine you like going around knocking on people's doors. Oh, oh no, 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 no. You didn't. You didn't even want to go Christmas caroling as a joke. Oh God, no. (laughs) Oh shit. Well, it'll be interesting to see if we do any of these things we're talking about. Or if we survive the pandemic. (laughs) Is it a global? I think it's I think it's a global worldwide. I think the way they've classified it is a okay. they're calling it a quotation mark affecting all nations close quotation mark global <laughs> worldwide across all of the earth pandemic. So it's serious. It's bigger than a but pandemic. I don't think I don't think though that it's touching all four corners of the world. No, that's the only step we haven't hit yet and that's when it gets really bad. <laughs> And that's when... That's when um, shit gets real. Right. So anyway, that's our episode. Anyway. Okay, great. Um, you guys all know, you can follow us on Instagram at Hot Drinks. You can send your lustful thoughts about Robert Pattinson to our Hot Drinks DMs. So random. Um, if you... We elected <laughs> not to do a Patreon ad because we know you know money's tight for a lot of people but if you're interested in supporting the podcast and supporting you know single parents like us you can go to patreon.com slash hot drinks and you can get some added benefits and bonuses and newsletters and all those fun things and you know send us some money or or whatever no pressure um yeah and you can leave voicemails on the hot drinks app we got a voicemail from a listener have you listened to that one yet I haven't. Okay. Well, you can leave voicemails on the Hot Drinks app, which we may or may not listen to. Just kidding. We listen to that. It just sometimes <laughs> sometimes takes us a while. Um, for uh, uh, were you done? <laughs> remember, remember when our on our last episode when I asked a question and you were like, "Oh, were you asking me that?" And I was like, <laughs> "Who the who do you think I was asking?" Yes, I'm done. Go no, ahead. No. I was just gonna say. Uh, the last thought, I know there are people out there who are of the law courts and I, uh, had a court date, um, for some time in April for some medical debt. Um, and, um, I'm just wondering like what the chances are that that could just be forgiven. Oh yeah. So you want some people with experience in law to reach out to you and help you out basically yeah especially in the state of utah yeah Yeah. that'd be great i support that cool Cool. okay well everyone stay safe wash your hands start peeing in jars soon um or or not jars with liquid awareness um you can also let's all start writing our temple names somewhere on our body like a tattoo posting that to instagram (laughs) With the hashtag <laughs> um, Little Albie will be the hashtag. <laughs> um, and that's that's what we're doing this week. Tattoos Little Albie right. hashtag. Yeah. Okay. Stay tuned for stay tuned for a video of me doing uh, a little my little Edie impersonation. I can't wait. I can't wait. And if you don't know what that is, the full documentary of Grey Gardens is available on YouTube. And, and also, the full one-act play I directed called Great Gardens is available on YouTube. It is not. It's really not. Oh, my God. If it was, though, I'd be so thrilled. 
Um, anyway, it had that cute boy okay. in it that I had a crush on during college with the curly hair. Anyway, let's end now. Talk to you later. Cameron Hopkins. Okay.